0: Glad you're with me on the Bet Rivers Podcast Network. My name is Dan McNeil, and I will try to talk fast because I have a lot of things I want to get in, and I want to try and get it in in just a little more than 15 minutes if possible. That's the sweet spot for the length of a podcast, I'm told, by research and development. Man, you need a Venn diagram to figure out this National Football League coaching carousel, and it is intersects in several parts of the country with the college game, and changes are coming everywhere. This is not the reason we sign up for Saturday afternoons and Sunday all day, all night. Uh, we want to watch great players do exciting things. We love the grace, the, the the physical brutality of the game. The game is attractive to us when it's being played, but the game behind the game Never has been more interesting, and I would love to hear somebody take a counterpoint to that, uh, because you have the greatest coaches in the game's history at both college and pro levels walking away. One not on his own accord, Bill Belichick; the other finally saying, "You know, Nick Saban, I've I've had enough." And the implications of that in just a little bit. But all of these, all of these coaching searches for new headmasters. The departures, whether university or team-driven or an individual walking away, as is in the case of a couple of people who are on this diagram. It makes everything so up in the air. And nothing more important for Bears fans, and that's where we start, than Cliff Kingsbury, who according to Peter Schrager of uh, NFL Network, 11 o'clock is the start time today, and you're probably getting this after that, but uh, Kingsbury, the former head coach in Arizona, of course, Patrick Mahomes, coach at Texas Tech, meeting with Bears Brass today, and it is a great, and it's an obvious, but it's a great angle for Ryan Poles. This is the ticket to... To Caleb Williams. For those of you who don't know, Kingsbury has been at USC where Caleb Williams has been doing some wonderful things these last couple of years. And he has pretty much insured himself being the number one pick in the upcoming NFL draft. They say upcoming. It's at the end of April. A lot of dominoes still got to fall. But I, I believe a lot of of what I've read and heard because and not all and not from guys who just comment with keyboard muscles on social media, uh, but don't have affiliations. But I know for for a fact there is this is fire behind the smoke on Caleb Williams and the anti-Chicago sentiment that people have told you he and his father have. That's a way to get into his heart is go to Cliff Kingsbury. If the Bears can get Cliff Kingsbury – If, in fact, he is the right guy for the job, the right fit for the organization, if they like what they hear today, and if the relationship with Williams and Kingsbury is a good one, it's a no-brainer you hire this guy. And maybe he can be a a great coordinator. He wasn't a very good head coach in Arizona. He was ill-prepared to take the job. It was a dice roll on the Cardinals' part, but he's not going to be the HC here. He's going to be the OC, and Matt Eberflus will be better served with him than he was with Luke Getze. So if they wind up hiring Kingsbury, I don't assume – that means they're going to draft Williams. I think they're going to try and make it more attractive for Williams. And isn't it interesting for a kid to not have taken a down, not have taken a snap of professional football that he could be, you know, pulling the strings, the Geppetto above the puppets, uh, when it comes to who gets jobs on coaching staff and, and swinging fortunes. It's just crazy how that has, uh, has evolved. But the game behind the game and what's going on in Chicago with the one and the nine picks are just so exciting. It is a, it's a very, very thick plot this offseason. Ryan Day at Ohio State hired Bill O'Brien to be his offensive coordinator, and boy, oh boy, did the people who love to be angry and mean just for the sake of being angry and mean have a field day with that. O'Brien was a disaster disaster. As head coach, general manager of the Houston Texans, he made one of the worst trades in NFL recent history uh, when he decided to part with DeAndre Hopkins because they had to have an oft-injured running back in David Johnson. That was a silly thing. It wound up costing him his job. He alienated so many people in the organization. But Ryan Day is rolling dice um, on his new offensive coordinator. Bill O'Brien takes a lot of hits, and he's been a bully to the media, and I understand that. But – when when I see some of the things that are posted about Bill O'Brien, how mean they get, I, I I remind myself of how people how easily people lose track that these guys are human beings, and I would encourage anybody uh, who sends those mean messages to do a search on Bill O'Brien and his son and see if you want to do those say those same things with the with same day. Bill O'Brien has a son who is extremely extremely disabled from a neurological standpoint. And I have seen stories and read stories about how the former Texans coach spends his time at home. And I have a ton of admiration for that guy. That's not why you're here. How do you feel about Bill Belichick in Atlanta? Get got a second interview this weekend, I think today. And the rumor, Kirk Cousins, could be on the way. If I'm an Atlanta Falcons fan, I might be as angry as any fan base in America today that isn't the Dallas Cowboys. I, I didn't want a 73-year-old head coach, if that winds up being the case. And I certainly don't want Cousins. I respect Cousins' career. You can, you can do a hell of a lot worse than Kirk Cousins. But the dude's 36, and he's coming off an AC, not an ACL, an Achilles that was blown out. Not that he was ever a real mobile guy anyway. But Cousins, we've seen what his ceiling is after these years. There's no reason to assume Kirk Cousins, to expect Kirk Cousins to go anywhere close to the levels that some of these other guys are expected to go. That would be asinine. You take a quarterback, And if C.J. Stroud of the Texans, that's how far you got to go back to be reminded why you take a quarterback one. I don't give a shit what your team's history is on drafting quarterbacks at number one or anywhere in the first round. You got to have one. And if you don't, you keep searching for one. If your roof is leaking and what you do first doesn't fix it, you can't go worry about your deck. You still have to fix the roof. That's not been going on. The Titans are going to interview Ben Johnson, the offensive coordinator of the Detroit Lions, and how does that affect the Lions' future? Some people think Nick Sirianni, without Shane Strykin, has been really, really handicapped in Philadelphia, potentially costing him employment. Does that mean, do you think that would mean a pretty good chance the Lions slip a little bit next year without Johnson, if he were to get the Titans' job? I think it's a good hire for the Titans. You get a guy who's never had the job. He's coming on uh, on the cheap. Uh, it makes all the sense in the world for Tennessee to go get an offensive mind after Mike Vrabel. Got them very close. They came very close to getting to a Super Bowl, but the Chiefs were just a little too much a few years ago because the Chiefs were smart enough in that game. Andy Reid has grown so much as a head coach in the postseason, and I, I know that sounds silly coming from me. Uh, he'd laugh at that if He were in the room with us, but what he has done in more recent years is pound the goddamn football and salt the way wins and keep great running backs on the other team off the field. That was the recipe, how they beat Tennessee in the game I just alluded to. And Isaiah Pacheco, who did not play for Kansas City in their last meeting against Buffalo, is back for this Sunday night's game. He is angry. The weather is crummy on Sunday night. Oh, what a shock. Weather's crummy in mid-January, Sunday night in Buffalo. Start playing these damn games in an indoor stadium somewhere in mid-January. If a team doesn't have an indoor stadium, make that team travel to the nearest NFL facility, if it's available, where they could play a game in a dome and you could maximize the great athletic skills these players have. That's not what I wanted to talk about, but that's the fun of doing these podcasts with just a couple of notes in front of me and not necessarily having everything so so damn structured. By the way, Mike Florio says all signs indicate Andy Reed will be stepping away after the season. I hope so. I hope Andy Reed, who I criticized a few years ago for things that now embarrass me, the way he handled his son's uh, involvement in the drug culture. I-, I didn't know jack about that situation, and I forever will be embarrassed for things I said because I didn't live a day in his shoes or his wife Tammy's shoes. And shame on me for saying that. But I like Andy Reed. I've always liked him as a coach. Uh, I I I thought he needed to win a Super Bowl to cement his place in history, and now he's got two of them, possibly three. Mahomes going for his thirteenth playoff win, in that that would make him third. That gets him even or tied for third. That gets him even with Ben Roethlisberger and with Brett Favre. And if he goes on to win Super Bowl fifty-eight, he will have the most playoff wins, fifteen, in NFL history. If Andy walks away in Kansas City, does that mean Matt Nagy slides in? You know, I, I I don't think that would be something to jump off a bridge to. If you're figuratively, if you're a Chiefs fan, Matt Nagy is a smart guy. Now, during his tenure with the Bears, he didn't demonstrate that regularly. He said one thing and then did another. I'm not an idiot. I know we have to run the ball. Dot, dot, dot. Four weeks later, physical game, cold weather, seven rushes against the New Orleans Saints at Soldier Field and an embarrassing loss. A loss, by the way, Sean Payton forecast at breakfast at a Chicago hotel that morning. I got moles everywhere. So be careful what you say when your server is bringing you your bacon and eggs next time you're having breakfast in the city. I, uh, I would wish Matt Nagy well. Um, I, I like the guy. I, I think he has a perspective a lot of professional coaches in any sport don't possess. He was on the beach for a long time. Before Andy Reid reached out to him and gave him an opportunity, the dude had trained for a career in real estate. Why he has such perspective is directly related to that. He knows what it's like to be on the outside and he didn't like it, and he waited for his opportunity, and he got it, and he cashed in. I'd like to think he's smart enough where he could grow and not make those same mistakes again, and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he won't. Maybe you can, you know, uh, what is is the cliche? Carmen DeFalco, a leopard never changes its sour grapes. Um, We'll see. Only, Only time tells. Sean Payton's making $18 million in Denver. That's the most any coach in the NFL has ever paid. Jim Harbaugh to Los Angeles with the Chargers. Why hasn't it happened yet, Mac? You forecast earlier in the week it was going to happen. You went out and told the world on uh, the Internet. This is going to happen. He's the new head coach of the Chargers. Where is he? Jim Harbaugh is a guy who likes Jim Harbaugh. Nobody's a bigger fan than he is. And the University of Michigan is doing everything it can to keep him. I believe he will be the head coach of the Chargers. I'm surprised it hasn't happened yet but then again I'm not because I kind of ha- I have a pretty good understanding of what goes on between the ears of a guy like Jim and I haven't talked to him in more than 20 years but I watch what he says I read what he says and I think he's a very good example of what happens to a guy when he accomplishes enormous things and believes he should have everything placed in front of him. And I would not be surprised if his demands at the Chargers were met and then potentially he asked for... I'm just. I'm not saying I know this, but I would not be surprised at all if the University of Michigan, which probably is hedging on whether they want to pay him all of his money... Even if he were to be suspended by the NCAA, that's a probable hiccup in that deal. I, I, I'm not sure um, if a professional team, you know, like the Chargers, which has never spent more than five million a year on a head coach, is going to want to meet what Michigan is offering this dude. You've seen 11 million. I've heard as much as 12 and a half, 13 million. Uh, and institutional control. It's between the Chargers and and the Wolverines alma mater. I don't know what Harbaugh wants to do. Like I said, I don't know the dude. I haven't talked to him in years. If he wants to be the greatest head coach in the sports history, he needs to get back up to the NFL level and win a couple of Super Bowl titles, like six of them. He's uh, young enough to do that if he wins 6-12 and 12 maybe. Then again, you look at Belichick, he's in his 70s, and he won as recently as four years, five years ago. Um, Harbaugh's a great coach, but his ego has gotten the best of him, and I still think it's Los Angeles with the Chargers, but Mike Vrabel interviewed there. What does Mike Vrabel do for Justin Herbert? Man, I don't know. What does Jim Harbaugh do for him? What has Jim Harbaugh done with quarterbacks? Really, you could say J.J. McCarthy just won a national championship. Mac, you watch football? Yeah, I got that. You got to go back to Colin Kaepernick in San Francisco for the next one, and Kaepernick was successful most largely because he ran with the football. I'm not saying he was as stiff as a passer, but his success was predicated on what he did with his legs, as they like to say. Good luck this NFL weekend. I'm taking the 49ers, laying the 9.5 against the Packers. I think that appears to be the most obvious game on the board. I likely will take the Chiefs on the road Sunday night. Still mulling that one. That figures to be the most competitive game of the weekend. Do the Texans play with the Ravens? Maybe, but I don't think so. I know how much John Harbaugh has beaten it into the heads of his Ravens defenders. This C.J. Stroud will kick your ass right out of the playoffs if you take a minute off this week. Harbaugh is terrific after the bye. You may have heard that a time or two over the years. Green Bay with Jordan Love could get thumped. Maybe it's a better weekend for Bears fans. If you get Cliff Kingsbury, that would be a real good start. Thanks for listening to the Danny Mac Podcast, produced by Sam Michael. Adam Delavitt runs the show at Bet Rivers Podcast Network. Good luck this weekend. Back Monday. Thanks for listening to the Danny Mac Podcast on the Bet Rivers Network.